You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. I just want to say shout out to all the people who have been DMing me on Instagram saying hello. One person in particular, Ben, you know who you are. You rock, man. It's always good to hear from people who are just giving me feedback, telling me that they're enjoying it. Just because, like I've said before, you don't hear much feedback on podcasts except for reviews, but you don't hear about what people like, what they don't like. So much easier to see that when you are doing other forms of social media. So shout out to all you guys who have been reaching out. Shout out to you who just been listening and you've been taking the advice. I get DMs all the time from guys who are like, hey man, I did the approach. I went out there, I talked to the girl and some guys are like, yeah, I did it and I got her number. And some guys are like, yeah, I, I tried it and I didn't get the number. I got rejected, but I'm glad that I did. This episode is dedicated to you. All you guys who are putting in the work, who are making this happen. And I know that in the, in the midst of, of you trying to do this, once in a while, you might get a hater. Now, this episode is, I would say, inspired by a recent comment that I had on one of my Instagram posts. And man, some of these haters are real loud. Now, you get everyone every once in a while who's saying something like, oh, whatever, this is bad advice, don't use this. I'm not really talking about those people. But there's some women who go on here and just write paragraphs and paragraphs, putting down the advice in a way that is trying to get guys not to use the advice. So honestly, I don't care. It doesn't offend me. What bothers me when people post things like that, especially a woman, I'm not, I'm not saying because I don't like women, but because they're saying this as if they, yes, it's their experience as a woman, but they've never gone out and actually tried to talk to a woman. They have no idea of the male experience, it's just, it's very frustrating. And so recently I had that happen and I don't, I don't, do, unless it's like super terribly, terribly mean. And this is so rare that ever happens. I don't delete the comments. And so I left this up there and I will leave it up there, but I hate that it's there because I don't want other guys to read that and then get discouraged. So to give you more context, what she did was she commented on one of my posts on Instagram. You can go check this out for yourself. Trip Advice is the Instagram handle. And I posted a series of pictures that give advice on how to approach women during the day, which is funny too, because it's, uh, it's pretty PC, if you ask me. It's very normal easy to swallow advice of just going up to a woman saying hello. I even have a slide on there that says, you know, approach from the front, not from the back as a way to not scare her. And so a dude commented and he said, you know, hey man, I've been going out, I've been trying this and it's been really tough. And he just commented on his experience and says that it hasn't really been working lately. And then this woman comes in and says to him, 
in a nutshell, like you shouldn't be approaching these women. Maybe you're doing something creepy. Do you understand that women get, get raped and they get hurt and men will, will do terrible things to them? Maybe she's scared of you. Don't take this advice. And it's just like, ah. Uh. And now, you know, because I don't want to censor my page, I'm going to leave it up there. But it just pisses me off because I don't want other guys to see that and go, whoa, yeah, she's right. And then what? Because that woman doesn't have any other advice to give there. See the problem here? It's like, yeah, it's one thing to say don't do that. But then it begs the question, what should they do? And I really don't have time to get into these long discussions over Instagram. And I almost said something to her like, well, what's the what's the other option? But I can't just get in, the, in these battles. Like, what's the point? You know, for, with one person, I have other more valuable things to do. But I'm saying it here on this episode because there's a lot of lessons to learn here. So anyway, I don't like, I, I see that there's a lot of women who've done this over the years who have said things like that, but they don't give an answer of what to do. And the reason why I'm calling out these specific women is because, well, I'll say, I'll be honest. I know I don't understand the female experience in the sense that I don't have a fear of getting hurt or raped by men when I walk outside. And I'm fully aware that women do have that. I'm 100% aware of that fact that men can be very dangerous to women. And yeah, that's maybe why it's not a good idea to like approach a woman at 3 a.m. you know, on the street. Like, okay, that's not the best idea, nor have I ever given that advice. But to go off and say because of that, this extreme of like, yeah, because of that, it almost sounds like men should not even go and approach. They shouldn't talk to women during the day, might I add. The, the post is called How to Meet a Woman During the Day. And just completely bashing this guy for going out and trying. See, this is what women don't understand. They don't understand the experience of what it means to be a man and to have to put so much work and effort and energy into meeting women because we don't have an abundance at default. But women do. Women have an abundance at default. They can start a profile, put up some average pictures at best, and get just tons of men knocking on their door. And they get men who do approach them. And so for a guy, not only... This is where they don't understand. Not only do we have to go out, do these approaches, swipe for 30 minutes to an hour a day, but we also have to then bring value. Men have to bring value. For a woman, as long as she's pretty cute, she'll, she'll have options. I'm not saying that that's all that's important for a woman, I'd hope that you guys are going out there finding a woman who's more than just attractive. But let's be real for a second. Let's live in the reality that as long as a woman's cute and she's pretty friendly, she's going to have a lot of options. For a man, that's not the case. He has to create value. He has to be a guy who is working on himself, building confidence, has a good job, is making sure he's looking his most attractive at all times. And I'm not trying to sit here and complain like, oh, poor men. No, this is the reality. 
This is the reality. Like I'm understanding that the reality for women is at times it's going to be scary for a man to talk to her. So I just want to get this all kind of straight here. And it's really just frustrating. I'll be honest with you guys. It's frustrating to see that. And I don't have the time to just dig into all these random women who live all across the world and start these long conversations with them to try to prove a point. When you can't even understand really what someone's saying sometimes over text because everyone reads the text in their own voice. So my point here really is not to vent to you, but to try to help you understand that what you're doing right now is good. Stop listening to some of those louder haters. And the haters are loud. And I've been through this for years. I've been going at this 11 years. I've had haters. I've had, I mean, I had a woman once. uh, I don't know where she is now. Maybe she gave up. But on TikTok, she would just rip me apart on every single TikTok I put out. It was, it was, it got real funny. I mean, she was just saying how toxic I am, all this stuff. And it's like, does she really know? No, she doesn't. She doesn't know the kind of content I'm putting out, helping men become better men. Getting so many DMs from guys all the time saying that their lives have been changed because they had a guy in their corner. So if you have any haters in your life that are super loud, or maybe you're telling other people that, hey, you know, you're listening to a podcast or you're sharing with people what you're doing, you're trying to get better at dating, you're trying to meet women, you're putting yourself out there, you're approaching women you're getting photos for your for your uh, dating profile for crying out loud i don't think people are judging people that for that but a lot of clients that work with us here at trip advice they get really nervous to get professional photos because they think that people are going to be judging them for it when in reality just having a clear crisp picture of yourself always looks the best so If you have any of these haters in your life or people putting you down for trying to go after what you want, then my friend, stop listening to them. Stop letting people rain on your parade. Stop letting the haters in your life be louder than the fans. You need to be surrounding yourself by people who are fans of you, who support you. And I should also mention that the woman in your life, the woman that you end up attracting, that you end up in a relationship with one day, she should be a fan of you. Just the utmost respect for who you are and what you do. That's how it should be. People surrounding you need to be your fans. And hopefully you're fans of them too. Make the love go round and round, right? That's, that's going to be awesome. By the way, that's one of the components of self-esteem, by the way, is surrounding yourself by people who are people who are in your corner, who support you, who are doing something with their life. Your peer group is a really big component of your self-esteem. Can you imagine if you had a bunch of haters around you? Are you going to feel good about yourself? Probably not, but hey, once in a while, once in a while, there's nothing you can do. A hater slips through. They're loud on social media. They comment on one of your posts. 
Or maybe you just hear something from someone through the grapevine, through your friend's circle, who knows? And I know that, again, that, that, those moments, that one moment, negative emotions are just louder than positive emotions. So it's going to happen. It's going to slip through the cracks, but you got to be strong and you got to know that you're on the right path. That's really the key. And so for all you guys out there trying to do all the things that you need to do to improve yourself, to get over your fear of rejection, you're going out there, you're approaching women. This is okay. Let me tell you, this is okay. It's totally fine to be talking to people in public. You're not going to be hurting them. In fact, you're giving them an opportunity. Giving them an opportunity to meet a great guy. That's you. And so I've had countless stories of guys who have met women just approaching them during the day and have gotten girlfriends from this. I'm sure that woman is so happy that that happened. Now I get it. I'm aware that in a woman's life, you know, one bad, just like for her, right? Negative emotions are louder than the positive emotions. So one bad interaction with a guy, if a guy approaches her and does her weird or is creepy or is just a really awkward, bad guy, that can really affect a woman. Does that mean that you shouldn't be going out and doing good and approaching women because you want to give them an opportunity? I don't think so. I don't see the logic in that. So make sure that whatever path you're on and whatever you're doing in your life, again, it doesn't have to be about dating advice or, or working on your dating life, whatever it is. Maybe you're starting a business. Maybe you're starting a new hobby. Maybe you have some new friends that you've made and your other friends are like, who are these people? By the way, that's happened to me many times in my life. I've been very social. I meet all different kinds of people. I have a very eclectic circle of friends far and wide and not everyone gets along so you may get judged for that try to not let the haters be so loud try to just follow your gut and be on the path that you know is right for you that's the most important because let me tell you something right now and myself included in this everyone's got an opinion Everyone has an opinion on everything, literally on everything, by the way. You'll go on the internet and you'll hear that meat is the most healthiest thing in the world. And then other people will say that it will, it's the most unhealthy thing in the world. Two far extremes. You'll hear that about every certain kind of diet and food and exercise. I mean, I, I've, I've heard it all, even with dating advice, you know. Approaching is bad. Online dating is bad. No, online dating is good. Approaching is good. There's an opinion for it all. So try to use your own logic and see what's right for you instead of letting every single other person bring you down. And I'll say this much too. At the end of the day, you got to make a decision on something. Staying in the middle for too long is not going to be good for you. It's not going to yield any results. Something I've learned in my 30s is that the gray area doesn't do much for you. Got to make decisions. You got to make calls. So whatever it is, try some new things. See for yourself. 
see what happens. I mean, listen, hey, try going out and approaching. I have a gut feeling if you try it, 20 approaches in, even if you don't get a number and they all reject you and spit in your face, guarantee you're still going to feel good from it because you did it and it was hard and you'll build your self-esteem that way. Now, again, that's my opinion, but try it. See what happens. Try some of these things. Make your own opinions instead of letting the other people make the opinions for you. So important, especially this day and age with the political climate. I mean, everything everything in the political climate is just so polarizing. Opposite ends. It's, it's a difficult world to navigate right now. And that's when you got to just trust your gut and see what's right. And listen to the experts. And then try things from the experts. And don't let the noise of people who are just trying to be haters be louder than the fans. Hope that gives you something to think about this week. If it does, if it resonates with you, DM me. Say hello. Trip advice. Come find me. And we can say hello. I feel that there are people out there who do struggle with this because of the fact that it just gets more and more frustrating with social media that we can just hear everyone's opinions on everything. It's just crazy. We live in a wild world. So it's all about not giving up, but how to navigate it. All right. Now, I said my piece here. What I want to do as well today on this episode is do some Q&A. Guys have been just really sending in amazing questions, and I sure do appreciate them. And I hope that you appreciate the answers just as much as I enjoy giving you the answers. I want you to email me if you have a question. Trip at tripadvice.com is the place to email me. If you can't remember that, that's okay. Go to the show notes. The information is there. Also in the show notes are a few links. If you guys feel like you're still struggling with meeting women, if you feel that through all of the noise out there and you're trying to decipher and trying to navigate like what is the best way to meet women and how do I make this all happen, there's a few options for you if you do have interest in the trip advice way. And that is either doing a course. So a lot of guys like to do this on their own, which is and can be a great start. My video course called Hooked is just updated. So it's completely redone with all the updated information that works for today. But also, I just made it better. So it wasn't just like an update because, you know, it's outdated, so to speak, where it's like, oh, the old ways of attraction. But There's a few things in there, but really it's mainly updated because I've just made it better. There are things that I've been able to now decipher and explain better in terms of how women and men become attracted to each other. Also ways of meeting women. I also have some infield footage of me doing approaches that are in there so you can see exactly how to approach women and get a number. So lots of great stuff that it's going to help you to be able to meet more women, attract more women, and have a dating life that you're looking for. So check that video course out. It's called Hooked. In the show notes, you'll see a link to getherhooked.com. Also, if you feel that a course is just not for you, I mean, I have some guys who listen to this podcast and they've listened to 
only a couple of episodes and they know they want to just go all the way with it. They want to really take their dating life to the next level as fast as possible. If you want to do anything as fast as possible in terms of getting results, coaching is always the way to go. So whether it's getting a fitness trainer, whether it's having someone help you with consulting for your business, and of course here, dating advice. So getting coaching and having someone work with you one-on-one is the best and fastest way. It's interesting too. I won't name any names because I don't like to ever bash any competition, but I keep hearing out there that all of these other companies are doing this massive group coaching. I don't mean group coaching where a coach is working with three to four guys, which I've done before and still am currently now, but I'm talking about like they get a Q&A call every week and there's like 30 guys on there, like 15 guys on there. I'm not saying that that's not helpful, but it is not as helpful as getting one-on-one. And so over here at TripAdvice, we pride ourselves in being able to give you one-on-one coaching because that is the fastest way to get results and more custom. So check it out. Coaching is available to you at coachedbytrip.com. We are training and hiring more people to help you. So it's not just me coaching out there. There's other guys that you'll be working with and learning the trip advice method. So check all that out. That's what you'll find in the show notes. Now, let's answer some questions guys who have emailed in. And like I said, maybe you have to listen to this episode a few times to really just understand and and let some of the points I made earlier help you about haters, about fans, and about how to navigate this crazy world we live in. All right, here is a question from Nick. Hey, Trip, my name's Nick. And I've been a listener to your podcast for about eight months now. First of all, just want to say love the podcast. It's been a great motivational and uplifting source in my life and appreciate the advice you give. Thanks, Nick. I appreciate that. He says, now getting to the point. Need some help getting the right volume I need for meeting women. I work the weekend shift at my job, which means I'm working three 12-hour shifts from 5 a.m. to 5.30 p.m., back to back to back, from Friday to Sunday. So unless I get minimal sleep, I can't go out on my weekends, which is when most girls go out. Sad face. I'm on the dating apps for this particular reason, so when I can't go out, I swipe. However, I think you and I both know by now that this isn't a sustainable solution for meeting women. (laughs) That's funny that you said that, Nick. As I mentioned that earlier, how approaching is definitely a big part of it. He continues, I'm a musician slash comedian outside of work, so I do go out and hit open mics and bars when I don't have work the next morning. So anywhere between Sunday to Wednesday. But there just seems to be a minimal pool of women, let alone people in the bars these nights. Even if it's not an open mic, just say any bar in general. Was curious to see if you had any solutions that I haven't come up with yet to improve my chances for a cold approach. Any thoughts would help? Thanks, Nick. All right, Nick. Great question. So, well, first of all, yeah, listen, you're right. You're right. Bottom line is most women are going out on the weekends. They are. And so I would encourage you, if there's any way, and I'm sure you've already looked into this, but I'll say it for you again as a way to encourage you. If there's any way to get some shift on a weekend, it would really help. But let's just say that that's not possible for you. 
What's the other ways to do it? Well, Sunday, I don't know where you live, but Sunday to Wednesday, if you didn't know, and I learned this just some years back, that is what's called nights. So usually Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays, and sometimes even Wednesdays, that's the weekend for people in the service industry. So people who are staff who work on the weekends, because those people have weekends too, right? They usually do, but it's not the typical weekend. It's not Friday to Sunday. It's like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So that's service industry weekend nights. So I wonder, Nick, if there's any places at all in your town where there happens to be bars that people are going to that are those popular bars. I remember in LA, there was a bunch of them and some of these bars were packed. They were just the top bars to go to. Now, again, they're not going to be as crowded as a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but we already know the realities. We're not going to get that for you. So we have to get the next best option. Now you said here, I'm a musician comedian outside of work. So I, you do go out, you do open mics and bars, but you have to find what are the bars that have the industry nights. So what I would do is go to any of these bars again and talk to the bartenders and ask them if there's any bars that have these industry nights where there's more people or even just start talking to people in the bar that you go to on your weekdays, Sunday to Wednesday, and just ask them, what are some other bars that are hot during the week? Now, here's the thing, Nick, you didn't say where you live. I don't believe unless I read that wrong. No, you didn't. So this might not exist in a smaller town. This is going to be more so for bigger towns, bigger cities, I should say, right? New York, Miami, LA, Chicago, uh, Austin, Dallas, Seattle, just the bigger, bigger cities. Now, I could be wrong, though. I mean, that doesn't mean give up just because I'm saying that. Wherever you live, try to find out what are those service industry nights. And then another way to think about this is daytime. Yeah, okay, Sunday to Wednesday, daytime. It's not going to be as hot as a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. But there should be some farmer's markets. There should be some little activities in the summer that are going on that happen during the weekday that you can go and do an approach. For example, in Chicago, in Lincoln Park, which is this kind of nice area in the city, I was driving by the other day and there was a farmer's market going on in the middle of the day. And I was like, this is, I was thinking to myself, this is kind of crazy. Why are there, how are there people able to go out on a Monday or a Tuesday at 12 p.m. and, and do this? They must be on their lunch breaks or I don't know, who knows, but it was pretty packed. I was like, why is this happening on a weekday? But they do. These things happen. So you have to really seek out some of those things that are happening in your city. And they do exist. You just have to start talking to people. So I would think about farmer's markets during the day. I would think about just crowded areas during the day. So again, if you're in a major city, there are people touring your city. So for example, in Chicago, if I go right now to Michigan Avenue and it's I'm recording this episode on a Thursday, there's going to be a lot of people walking around because they're tourists, right? They're coming to Chicago for a week. So to them, a Thursday is a weekend because it's their vacation. And I know that they might not be living there, but at the very least, you can get some practice going in. 
So go to those touristy spots to do some practice approaches. But then again, you'll hit someone who probably lives in the area, has a day off or whatever it may be. So think about those high tourist trap areas for those weekday spots. And think about just making sure that you're doing a little research for what could be happening in your city during those days online and talking to people. Nick, I hope that helps. That's my answer for you. Good luck. Let us know how it goes. You can email back in. You can DM me. Trip advice. Love to hear from you. All right. Here's a question, short one from Akil. Hey, Trip, I'm talking to this super hot woman that I have good connect with, but every time things are going well, she has a mood swing and she has too much going on her plate and changes her mind. In the span of a month, she's gone from let's keep it casual to serious relations to let's be platonic. My play has always been to give her time to come around, but I can't figure out why she does this. I feel it'll be sorted after the first date marker. What's your take on this? Uh, Interesting. Everything was, I had a a pretty clear answer for you until that last sentence there. You said, I feel it'll be sorted after the first date marker. Does that mean you haven't been on a first date? If that's the case, Akil, you have been what I like to call in the industry, you've been dicked around. (laughs) The fact that if I'm reading this correctly, you haven't been on a first date with her. So you, you're probably texting with her. That means that she just, well, I don't like to, we, we don't like to play victim here. So we're not going to blame her, but you let it go on to the point where you've been texting enough and she hasn't even agreed to meet up with you to the point where then now she's just saying it's platonic, like it's a friendship thing. So I don't know what you're doing here, Akil, but I got to give you some tough love. Don't expect anything from anyone until you are on a first date with them. And I would not be dealing or giving or entertaining any sort of idea with any woman that isn't of super high level of interest, meaning they are treating it as a date and you go on a date and it happens fairly quickly. Of course, I know people are busy these days. They travel, there's work. So hopefully within at least two weeks, you guys are making that happen. Okay, now, if I'm just going to pretend maybe you didn't say that sentence just to give you more advice here. So let's just say that you guys have been on a few dates. My take on this would be simple as again, she's low interest. Maybe you did something that turned her off. Or you're dealing with a woman who just doesn't know what she wants. And I don't want you to be chasing, well, first of all, I don't want you to be chasing any woman, but especially a woman who doesn't know what she wants. If she's going from, oh, it's casual to then it's serious to then it's friends, something's going on with her. I don't know what it is. I don't want to find out. Let's move on to someone who is, uh, how do I say this nicely? Um, (laughs) Who is just a little more level-headed. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll put it that way, Akil. That's what I got for you. That's my answer. Low interest, most likely. 
don't be dealing with any kind of woman who's going to be all over the place like this. And honestly, what happens is when they're all over the place and you're just like, I'm out, usually they come back. And I know that some guys want them to come back. That's like their goal. But I wouldn't let that kind of woman back in your life. The woman who all of a sudden wants you because you don't want them, that's not that's not really strong interest. I just don't like that for you. I don't like that for any for anyone. Okay. All right. Next question from Dave. All right, Dave says trip. Just started listening to your podcast. Good stuff. I'm currently separated, sorting out the amicable divorce after 35 years. I decided it was over, which I gather from my friends is odd. And diving back into just meeting people, women, socially without the jealousy and multitude of other issues. I'm doing some research on what's changed in the 35 years since I last tried to get a date. My issue is age. I'm obviously a bit older than the women that are out socially that I might be attracted to. I have met a girl that's in her early 30s I really like, but don't know how or even if I should slash need to address the age difference. Although I'm 58, I don't look like it. American Indian slash Caucasian. Most people think I'm in my early 40s, reasonably fit, 6'3", no balding, hair is light, brown slash whitish, going to talk to my stylist tomorrow about color, but your thoughts are appreciated. And I have a reasonably active life, biking, hiking, horses, whitewater rafting. For work, I climb cell towers, water towers, and such to install work on microwave radios. But I have two kids, both married, all in their 30s, and three soon to be four grandchildren. Damn, man. Actually, yeah, that makes sense. 58, but they're in their 30s. Must have had them young. They're 28. Okay, anyway, he says, does age matter? Do I need to care? Oh, and this girl is definitely a 10. About anyone would say so. And not just looks, but personality and mutual interests. And I know there are a lot of others out there. This is not the only one. Still, I do really like her, Dave. Okay, a lot to unpack here. First of all, just guys and Dave, forget about the age thing, okay? Just forget it. A, focus on things you can control. So you can't control your height, your age. You can't control uh, maybe a deformity of some sort. Focus on the things you can control. So when it comes to age, you can't control it. So you're 58. She's in her early, she's in her early 30s. She likes you. She likes you. Okay, let it be. Great. If you think about it more and you start to address it, so you asked or you said you don't know how to address the age difference. If you address it, it's going to make you look insecure. And I don't want that for you. And I know a lot of guys who are over 40. In fact, we work with a lot of guys in the coaching program who are over 40 are insecure about their age. And I know that even when you go on online dating, you don't have as many options when you start going 40 plus, meaning when you're 40 plus, your options diminish. But don't let that put you down. 
Okay, you're 58. You got a lot of great things going for you. You convinced me, man. You seem like a high value guy, super active, good looking dude. Seem like you know what you want. Just don't worry about the age difference. I mean, it's interesting because you said you're doing some research on what's changed in the 35 years since you tried to last get a date. A lot has. If there's one thing I think has changed, this is my thought. It's definitely an opinion here. Is that I feel like these days, it's almost more socially acceptable to be dating someone younger. I feel because we have so much access to so many people that you could be swiping on a 21-year-old and you're 40 or for you, for example, if you were meeting someone in their early 30s and you're 58, it just, I feel like it's more socially acceptable. You're going to have the haters. Speaking of today's topic, you're going to have the haters, but let them hate. That's their life. It's not your life. So your question is, does age matter? Do I need to care? Ultimately, my answer is no. You don't need to care. You don't need to bring it up. Here's the only thing where I think age does matter. Age only really matters when it comes to just you connecting with the woman. And this is not, of course, going to happen with every single woman who's younger than you. But generally speaking, I've found from the things I've heard and my personal experience, when you're with a woman who's like more than a generation, who's like a generation younger than you. So she's, you know, what, seven to 10 years more younger than you. I found that it's, it's, generally harder to connect with them because they're just in this different world. They're in a different world, meaning they're in a different place in their life. So you just might not be connecting with them as much. Now, here's the thing. I want you to try to see this for yourself. I don't want you to say, oh, you know, Trip said I shouldn't date anyone seven to 10 years younger and or any younger than that. Check it out for yourself. See what you think. I've just noticed anecdotally and from people who I know have done this, have a harder time connecting with those who are in different generations, more so not because they're Gen Z or millennial or whatever, more so because they're just in different areas of their life, right? They're just in a different area of their life. If you're 58 and she's 30, she's going through her 30s. You're going through your late 50s. It's just different. But again, try this for yourself. See what happens. I want you to experience what it might be like. So just some thoughts on that. Also, real quick, I do want to mention, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world for you guys who are doing online dating and you're under six feet and you're over 40 years old to change your age a little bit. I just don't see anything wrong with that. And I've yet to hear anyone give me any good reason why they shouldn't. Because it's going to open up your pool more. Now, a lot of guys say, well, Trip, that's lying. If I say I'm 5'8", but I'm really 5'6", or I'm 43, but I say I'm 40, that's a lie. Yeah, I would call that a white lie, to be honest. I think, first of all, it it massively benefits you because it opens up your pool to more women who you might not even meet. And also, I just... I think that all the women out there are doing something very similar with Facetune and filters and Photoshop and makeup. What do you call that? It's not what they really look like. I bet you that if you pick any random cute woman off of 
one of the apps and you see what she looks like when she wakes up in the morning versus her pictures, bet you it's very different. And listen, I'm not bagging on women. I think they should do that. I think everyone should take their competitive advantage and do what they need to do to open up the pool to more people. So women should put on makeup and they should use that stuff because it makes them more attractive and it opens up their pool more. Just for a guy like you, you should be opening up your pool more too. And it's not like you're going to say that you're, you know, six feet if you're five, six, or if you're 45, you're not going to say you're 37. Those, those are some stretches there. You know, those are some stretches, but you show up on a date with the woman and you tell her, Hey, listen, I just want to be real with you. I know my profile says I'm 41, but I'm really 38. I'll be honest. I just did that because I, I do want to open up my pool a little bit. And I see that some people don't give people opportunities to, to meet other people who are a little bit older. You know, at the end of the day, if she doesn't like that, okay, then maybe you wouldn't have had a shot with her anyways. And, and okay, goodbye. But hopefully you'll get a woman who's a little bit understanding. It's like, come on. It's a couple of years. It's a couple of inches. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. And any woman who says to you, well, I don't want to start off a relationship like that with a lie. I don't know. To me, I feel like you dodged a bullet there anyways. Because for her to not understand that, like, it's not a lie. Like a lie lie. You know what I mean? Like one of those where... It's just a, such a completely different thing than what you said. Like, it's a completely different version. Like, give me a break. A couple of inches, a couple of years. This is not a big deal. At least I don't think so. That's my opinion. And I think it gives you the competitive advantage that a lot of other women get to have, too, with, with what they're doing. So, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. You should do it. Now, guys, I really enjoy these questions. Please, email in. Keep them coming. Trip at tripadvice.com. Put in the subject line podcast question. Let me answer these questions for you. If you need more help, you know where to go. Go in the show notes. You can get the hooked video course that I just updated. You can get coaching at coachedbytrip.com. You have plenty of options here beyond the podcast. And of course, you can always write in if you need to. Thanks so much for listening. See you on the next episode.